for anybody in the podcasting world, especially if they are interested in entrepreneurship. The next guest that we dug into the vault will need no introduction. Entrepreneurs on Fire, John Lee Dumas. It is a great wealth of knowledge. We go from talking about agriculture and self-care, health, business, and even as a wartime veteran, PTSD, which is something that I didn't realize impacted me more as we got farther along in my son's cancer journey. So enjoy this episode. It was done last year, but so, so valuable. Another reason I love podcasts. Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down with the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son. As Napoleon Hill famously stated, every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Come and join us on our journey to create a blue zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer, regenerative farming, and strengthening local economies. You have had a ton of success. What are your thoughts about the correlation between health and success? It's everything. And I mean 100% everything. There's a quote that I love that says, you know, the person with health wants 10,000 things. The person without health wants one thing. They want their health. Nothing matters, Logan, without the health. Literally nothing else matters except getting better. Yeah, so I'm very committed to eating healthy, to taking daily supplements, to taking my daily nutritional support powder and fruits and vegetables. And I'm always committed to that. I eat very little meat, mostly vegetables. Um, and, you know, I'm just always committed to just putting the right things in my body. In fact, there's a fantastic book I highly recommend for anybody that's listening right now called The Pleasure Trap. And, it really helps us understand like how food has trapped us over the years. And, you know, and people, you know, in Arkansas, you know, like you said, being a, uh, one of the, the more unhealthy states, it's because they're trapped by the pleasure trap. And it's, it's really an addictive drug, this thing called food and sugar and everything that goes along with that. And, you know, getting out of that is just, so difficult because it is like breaking an addiction. And in fact, I'm going to a a wellness center where I'm going to be doing um, a 10 day water only fast. Oh, wow. Really allow my body to um, completely kind of just flush out, clean out, reset. I don't know how much you've gone into details about learning about autophagy and things along those lines. And um, I'm really excited about it. In fact, the, the, the author of this book runs this center called the True North Health Center up in uh, Santa Rosa, California. I will definitely check that out. No, uh, Walter Longo, uh, longevity uh, expert, I guess, uh, he's big into in fasting and fasting mimic in diet. And, and autophagy is a big deal in, in combating cancer, which is one of our big, big passions. So yeah. do uh, you in Puerto Rico, you're originally from Maine, right? And then yeah. moved down to Puerto Rico. Do y'all have farmers markets down there? So we do have farmers markets down here. You know, Puerto Rico is a thriving um, agricultural islands because the weather is year round. You can really get three harvests a year here. I actually have my own organic garden um, in my yard here, where I have 
greens, vegetables, you know, all the tomatoes. I have an orchard of fruit orchard of mangoes, papayas, lemons, plantains. So I'm all about, you know, just going outside and just harvesting the food that I, you know, have um, planted and grown right outside. Well, of it tastes, tastes so much better when, <laughs> when it, it just goes from the yard to the house. So much better. So much better. So with uh, the regenerative agriculture and health and things, I, I'm very passionate about helping the farmers or those in that industry be successful. Uh, we've been very blessed at, at Me and McGee Market and what we've done, but a big part of that is the food chain and uh, just being able to market and do things. What have you noticed maybe going down to a farmer's market where there's a vendor or something that stands out that they may be doing that, uh, that you can share? So when I like to visit farmer's markets, I like to go and ask what the story is. I think the story is fascinating. So when I... Um, go to farmer's markets. And when I see people that are doing things different, those are the people that are willing to come out from behind the counter and tell a story, tell the story of what is the reason why they're growing that specific, you know, products? Like what, what is the reason why, you know, this is the thing that they're coming to the farmer's market for? Like, what is the, the family history? Like, you know, why is this something that, you know, they are essentially spending their lives doing because how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And I love the story. So whenever I'm at farmer's markets, I'm always asking for the background. I'm always asking for the details. And some people don't want to talk about it. And I get it. And that's their prerogative. But the ones that I really see doing some special things are people that really jump on the opportunity to, to tell their story because it's fascinating. I love that. And the, that story is big and being open and honest, you build up relationships. I, I, I picked that up in some of your early mentors, like uh, I believe it was Jamie, that uh, you, you felt like you knew her because you had listened to her story when y'all first met, even though you hadn't met. But that's, that, that's really neat, the story. With your book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, it wasn't necessarily geared towards agriculture or anything, but... I feel there's a lot of principles in there that can apply. Uh, some of the things that stood out for me were creating an avatar, focus. That's a big one for farmers, okay? Because they <laughs> want to do everything. Focus, niches, and masterminds. That's all in your book. And, I, and that's one of the biggest reasons I want to make sure I get it out to them. But can you expand on where you can see that correlation? Why are those things so important? Listen, those things are critical because if you don't have focus, you are not doing the one critical thing that over 3,000 entrepreneurs that I've interviewed for this book have all done. They have followed one course until success. You know, what would happen if like you went and you planted a bunch of seeds and then the next day you just went and you picked them all up and you planted them some other seeds? Like that's what people do. Like that's what people are doing over and over again. They're never giving their seeds an opportunity to bloom. You, you know, you've got to take time. You've got to water them. You've got to nurture them. You've got to focus on them. And then guess what? They will produce for you, but not if you're just like going and planting and ripping them up and trying new them. Be like, why isn't this working? It's been 24 hours. It's been 48 hours. Like what's going on? But that's what people do. I like to say they go, one mile wide with all these different ideas and only one inch deep with their actual impact. And they wonder why they're not making any impact. It's the people, Logan, that go one inch wide 
and they go one mile deep. Those are the people that really commit to focusing, to following one course until success that become the best. Because guess what people want? People want the best solution to a real problem that they're having. And when you can provide the best solution to a real problem, people will beat a path to your doorstep because people want the best solution to their problem and they will ignore the second best solution to infinity. To make a personal for you for a second, if you found the second best solution to your son's cancer when he was four years old um, and that person lived right next door, but you found the number one best solution and it was halfway around the world, what would you do? You're going around the world. You're going around the world because yeah. that's what people want. They want the number one best solution to their problem. And even though that person's your next door neighbor, and I'm sure you, they're great people and you love them, hey, the second best is not enough for your son who's struggling with cancer right now. Your son deserves and will get the best solution to a real problem he's having. And that is across the board in everything in this world. Absolutely, man, I love that. I love it, love it. Um, and agree wholeheartedly. Something else to tie back into everything that we're doing, mental health has been such a, a bigger focus, especially with the pandemic and the negatives. So with you being a wartime veteran and you've been very open and honest with the uh, PTSD, that you you had to deal with and, and overcome and thank you so much for for you know going out and sacrificing for our country much 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 appreciation thank you thank you Logan but with that what what can we do to help whether it's veterans or it is uh, people that have just de- had a hard hard time tie all of this together with nutrition and things what have you found JLD to help. So number one, I mean, when it comes to veterans, 22 veterans on average are committing suicide every single day because of PTSD. And I want to tell you what, it is a sad road that people get put down because, you know, people, they want the best for these veterans. They want the best for anybody. You know, these doctors, like they're doing what they can. But what happened when I went to my doctor for PTSD? My doctor prescribed me pills, pharmaceutical pills. She never asked me what I was eating. She never asked me if I was eating sugar. She never asked me if I was drinking alcohol. She never asked me if I was doing drugs. Nothing. They just prescribed me pills. And so I, you know, just went back and I just kept eating the crap that I was eating back in the day. And it was a, you know, drain of despair where you keep going down because food is a drug. Food is addictive. And if you're not putting the right foods in your body, like you are not going to be mentally sleeping that well. You're not going to be mentally that clear. You're not going to be mentally that enthusiastic or excited to do, to do the things you want to do because your health is everything. It allows you to wake up in the morning, excited to jump out of bed and tackle the day as opposed to just laying in bed all day, just going down that further you know, depths of despair. And this might sound a little dramatic for some people, not for you, Logan, because you get it, but it might sound dramatic for some people, but, but believe me, it is not. Because when you start giving your body the energy and the nutrition and the supplements and the food that it needs to run, now you're taking this unbelievably 
you know, fine-tuned car that we are, you know, this engine, and you're giving it the best ingredients opposed to like, you would never buy a Ferrari and then start just pouring castor oil into it. But that's what we do with our, with our, with our bodies. Our bodies are Ferraris. They're, they're unbelievable, unbelievable machines. Yet the fuel that we put in our bodies is junk. And like, we, we wouldn't do that to our cars, but we do that to ourselves every single day. It's just, we're so far away from the majority of people that need to know these things from knowing them that we still have a long way to go. I love what you're doing in your part of the woods, making Arkansas a blue zone, or at least your area in Arkansas a blue zone. I think that's fantastic. And that's what we need. We need people like yourself and others. And hopefully at some point, you know, doctors like the ones that I went to to say, well, John, what did you eat today? Oh, you had Fruit Loops for breakfast. You had a Pop-Tart for lunch. And then you had, you know, crap for dinner. Like no surprise you're not happy and you're depressed. Like it's definitely due to some parts of, you know, your PTSD with your war, but let's get you on a healthy meal plan. Like let's get you fasting. Like let's get you exercising every day. Like that's what this world needs. That has made a big impact for you. Everything. Everything. So what I I didn't realize, I just recently inter, uh, interviewed one of the top experts in regenerative agriculture, Dr. Alan Williams, and he let me know that farmers' suicide rates are at a ridiculous high. Wow. I didn't I didn't fully understand that. So the debt load they have, the commodity farming prices, the the they don't make their own decisions honestly. It is the farm insurance or it's grant money or it's this, you know, they're kind of dictated what they have to do. So they're not in control of their own lives. You know, we're happy to the degree that we're in control of our own lives. And so with that, again, it's it's a lot of the similarities with the PTSD and the high stress load. So most of them aren't healthy either. So I'm trying to create that awareness of, hey, let's let's focus on this regenerative, positive agricultural system. Let's focus on the regenerative health, the functional medicine, diet, nutrition, and bring it all together. Because, man, we, uh, we got a short time on this earth. We need to just really kind of take care of each other and know how, how to get through it. Can't agree with you more, brother. You know, especially... You know, I'm sure once you start having kids, like you've had, you know, you know, you have just have one son or do you four. have I got four kids, four kids. I mean, you know that like, Hey, they're going to have kids at some point and those kids are going to have kids. It's like, what kind of earth are we leaving them? You know, that's something that needs to really start being thought about. It is. All right. I know you got to get off here, buddy, but uh, is there anything else you want to just let us know? Well, I do want to honestly let you know, thank you for what you do. I think it's incredibly important. And I think, you know, just you having the mentality of creating that blue zone where you live is an amazing start. Um, if other people want to be inspired by the 3,000 interviews that I've done over the past decade and the knowledge I put into these 71,000 words, 273 pages, go check out UncommonSuccessBook.com and you'll be on fire. It's well worth it. And I'm headed to leave out reviews across all the platforms. Logan, JLD, thank, thank you, you bud.